If you've ever known someone on the autism spectrum, you may notice that they have some characteristics that are similar to OCD, like repetitive actions or movements. Is this OCD? Can someone have autism spectrum disorder and OCD? My name's Kate, and I'm going to answer those questions coming up. All you have to do is slide to my DX. OCD, like many other mental illnesses, can have comorbid disorders, which is basically disorders that frequently occur together, like depression or anxiety. Autism spectrum disorder, or ASD, can have comorbid disorders, depression, anxiety, and OCD. 17% of people with ASD have OCD, and this is compared to only about 1% of the general population being diagnosed with OCD. Someone with ASD and OCD can sometimes result in a misdiagnosis because the symptoms can be very similar. But before we can get into the similarities and differences, you need to know what autism is. The autism spectrum disorder is a disorder that causes people to have challenges with social skills, repetitive behaviors, speech, and nonverbal cues, among other things. It's a lot more in depth. About 1 in 54 children in the U.S. are on the spectrum. So it's a much higher prevalence than with OCD, which is about 1 in 100. And it used to be that it was just autism disorder. But the problem with that is having it just one thing is that it doesn't show, it didn't show the true nature of autism, that it's a spectrum, which is why it was eventually changed to be autism spectrum disorder. In 2013, the American Psychiatric Association merged the four distinct uh, autism diagnoses into that one umbrella of autism spectrum disorder. And those uh, other diagnoses were autistic disorder, childhood disintegrative disorder, pervasive development disorder, not otherwise specified, and Asperger syndrome. Like OCD, autism spectrum disorder can have many different subtypes uh, within it. And there's no one true uh, autism, so to speak. Like there's no one true uh, OCD and this is what it is and that's you know how people are. Autism spectrum disorder um, manifests itself differently in different people. Changing it to a spectrum is also crucial because you have high functioning and low functioning uh, people with on the spectrum. So there's some people where the disorder is very much interferes with their life, they have trouble living on their own, they need a lot of support compared to other people that may be on the spectrum where they have the tendencies, but they are able, very much able to take care of themselves, um, live well with other people in society. So, you know, there's, it's not the same for every person. And it's another similarity with OCD where, um, and really honestly any mental health disorder where there's the high intensity and low intensity where, and severity where, you know, like with OCD, it can be incredibly severe and interfere with the life um, people end up not eating because the OCD is in so much control. They can't go out. They can't really live a happy life compared to other people who have OCD that, you know, yes, they do have their obsessions and compulsions. Um, and sometimes as a result of having treatment, they're able to manage them, those symptoms a lot better. Interestingly enough, there is the possibility uh, behind the biology of the disorders and similarities between them. 
And it's been found that both people with OCD and people with ASD have difference in their striatums, which is that area of the brain uh, that controls aspects of cognition, planning, and decision-making. I talked about that in the episode where I went over the biology of OCD. And more specifically, within the striatum is that people with both OCD and ASD can have an unusually large quadrate nucleus. And that part of the brain within the striatum controls the inhibitory control of reaction and it relates to the reward system in the brain. So it could be that uh, within the biology of those these two disorders, there is something within the brain structurally that is causing the symptoms. However, it's been found that the SSRIs that can be used to effectively treat OCD are not a very effective in treating symptoms of ASD. So while there may be structural similarities, there are chemical differences. So while there are some similarities between OCD and uh, ASD, there are obviously differences. One of the main key differences between OCD and ASD is the idea of self-awareness and the consciousness of the person with the disorder and understanding their obsessions and compulsions. People that just have OCD and they don't have ASD, they're very much aware of what they're doing. Uh, they are the understanding of, you know, the, the obsession and the compulsion that they're doing their obsession or that they have their obsession. And as a result, they're doing the compulsion to attempt to relieve the anxiety that's being caused. And there's that awareness of irrationality that, you know, other people don't do this. This isn't necessarily normal, but I do it because the obsession drives me and the anxiety, you know, drives me to do the compulsion. On the contrary, people with ASD can sometimes do the repetitive movements. Uh, one of them is like flapping arms or tapping or something like that. And they do that unconsciously, where it's an instinctual rather than a cognitive understanding of trying to relieve anxiety. It's just a, an instinct and they don't realize that they're doing it. Another difference relating to the connection between obsessions and compulsions is that people with just OCD, they have specific rituals that they do in response to their obsessions. And there's a reasoning behind it. Whereas people with uh, autism spectrum disorder, they have the rituals um, that are calming to them, maybe because of a sensory overload or, you know, an uncomfortableness that they might have. And those rituals to comfort the anxiety are very much interchangeable. They have uh, different rituals that they can choose uh, that can calm them. But that's really just the difference between just having OCD versus just having ASD. So then people with, um, on the autism spectrum, they can, you know, like I said, uh, OCD is frequently comorbid, and so they can still have the obsessions and compulsions that are very similar to someone with OCD, because, well, it is OCD. Now, when it comes to the treatment of someone that has both OCD and ASD, while generally the treatment for OCD is CBT, that's not always 
effective when it comes to traditional CBT. And one of the reasons for that is that people with um, autism spectrum disorder, they have a difficulty in you know, kind of imagining or picturing a situation and then imagining a different outcome within it. So, you know, when it comes to exposure response that's non-physical, it's, it can be difficult for someone with ASD to be able to imagine not doing a compulsion. That being said, CBT can still be done in an altered form where you simply, can, you, you try to alter the language in order to help someone with uh, the ASD be able to, you know, understand things better or just any other thing that really caters towards someone with ASD and how they think. And one of this is, like I mentioned before, the idea behind the drive that is causing the compulsions. People with OCD have the obsessions that drive the compulsions. There's that underlying fear that makes them feel as though they need to perform a ritual that will then prevent or in other ways calm their anxiety or prevent an event from happening. But people with ASD that present um, obsessive compulsive symptoms, there isn't necessarily an underlying fear. It's that just they perform the action to have something that simply soothes whatever anxiety is being caused. And so that's why traditional treatment doesn't work because you can't address something that someone doesn't have. So you can't go to someone with ASD and say, oh, let's, you know, let's uh, address your underlying fear because they don't necessarily have something like that. Or there's, isn't that insight that allows them to be able to understand, you know, that's what's causing my compulsions. And along the lines of treatment, something you should mention is that neither OCD or ASD are in a sense curable. It's all about management and being able to understand your disorder in order to have a more uh, fulfilling outcome or a better life. And this is a, really the same case for any other mental health disorder that they're generally going to be present the whole life, uh, depression, anxiety, but it's about learning to live with disorder, the disorder and not let it control you that you're the one that's in control and you understand how your mind works. With both OCD and ASD, it's about being able to function better. So despite the differences, the goal is very much the same. I hope you've enjoyed this episode, bit of a short one, but kind of compacted with a bit of information next episode i'm going to be talking about ocd in children and how it's a bit different from adults and especially in terms of treatment and just how a person understands their disorder so look forward to that episode uh if i've said anything interesting or wrong let me know always happy to learn something new go ahead and share this episode if you liked it and follow me on all social media platforms that I'm on. Twitter, Facebook, you know, not that many, but it's still something. So thanks for listening to this episode and thanks for sliding into my DMs.